All right, folks, how you doing? Welcome back to the True Results 303 podcast. Once again, I am Russell, your host. I want to thank you for tuning in. I know your time is very valuable. You're spending it here with me. I appreciate it greatly. I hope that you are learning from these podcasts and you are able to share this information with others and become a leader to those around you because that's what it's about, right? We need to make sure that we are learning, teaching, and growing. All right. And once again, always remember to follow us on social media, Google, Google Plus, Twitter, and Facebook, True Results 303. That is T-R-U Results 303. There is no E, so don't let that autocorrect fool you. We did have a few people subscribe to the podcast via SoundCloud, but... I don't have my laptop next to me, so I'm not going to be naming any names. I know one of them was, I think, No Fly Zone, so I wanted to thank him at least. It's kind of weird. I'm not going to get into details. I don't really want to offend anybody, but um, yes, please share this information with someone that you know. That would I, I would appreciate it greatly if you shared this on your social media. And once again, also follow us on YouTube, which as well, as well as True Results 303 for fitness videos, motivational talks, and of course more in-depth discussion about some of these topics because when I create these podcasts, I'm usually doing three to four videos in one. So I've already talked about these things, but of course since the video is based on just that specific topic, I usually go into a little bit more depth. So today I'm going to pee to be coming at you with program design, how to create your own fitness routine. And of course, this is what I learned through my certification, which is ACE. I've also done, I've got my sports and conditioning certification. I've got my fitness nutrition certification. And right now I am working on a muscle imbalance certification. So I have those three, personal training, sports and conditioning, fitness nutrition, now I am working on muscle imbalance. So I have some credentials myself, a little bit of credibility. If you visit the website, also don't forget to visit the website, trueresults303.com. Sign up for the free newsletter, a couple free downloads there for you to help you on your fitness journey. I have a testimonial page so you can see some of the clients I've worked with, the results that they have gotten. There are some before and after pictures and then just a small little um, paragraph of them talking about their experience of working with me. So one thing, now that I am in, in the middle of my muscle imbalance certification, I of course have done a little bit of my own study in prior to actually purchasing the certification and working on it. It is five tests. I've just passed test one last week. I'm on test two. Uh, But once again, it doesn't matter if you create this perfect program that I'm going to be discussing with you right now. Um, If you have muscle imbalances, most likely participating in any exercise routine is going to end up causing more pain because we've got to understand where the body has deficiencies so we can get the body back to an you know to an equal playing field for every muscle group 
So once again, even if you do create this perfect workout program, it might, you know, you might, it might end up hurting your shoulder. It might end up hurting your neck. You might end up having knee problems, ankle problems as you progress through your fitness journey because you have muscle imbalances. And if we don't build ourselves up, it's going to cause problems. So first of all, we need to understand the five basic movements of the body. Okay, and what are these five basic movements? They're going to be pulling, which would be horizontal and vertically, which would mean a pull up and a, uh, and a row. Same with the push. We got the pushing movement, and that is going to be horizontally and vertically. That is going to be a shoulder press and a bench press or a push up. We're going to have a bend and lift. This is going to be a squat or a deadlift or something along those lines. Then we want a single leg movement, which could be a lunge, a single leg squat. It could be something as simple as performing a leg extension with one leg, or a leg curl with one leg, or a leg press with one leg, right? Something that simple. And then next is going to be a rotational movement because the body, we rotate side to side, right? We're three-dimensional, so we're not just going forward to backwards all the time or up and down, forward and front, up and down, forward to front. We rotate as well, usually at the midsection. So we need to make sure we have some form of a rotational movement. That could be a Russian twist. It can be a swinging movement. There are many different types of exercises that you can implement to have a rotational exercise. So those are your five basic movements. As long as we are performing one of those one of those exercises for each movement, we're in good shape. Now you don't have to do it in every single routine. We just need to make sure that we are incorporating them throughout the year. We don't want to be creating that. That doesn't mean you have to have a rotational every single workout. That just means, you know, maybe next month, next week, every other week, add a rotational movement in there some way, shape, or form. Or at least within that year, some at some, some time, right? You don't have to do a pull-up every back workout, but maybe... You need to, you know, next month you do pull-ups and lap pull-downs. This month you're going to do rows. Okay, so we just need to make sure that we understand that. Next, we're going to go with rep ranges. What rep ranges do we want to use? So, of course, if you're going for power, a lot of people, you're going to want to stick in that one to two rep range. Maybe three. Maybe three. One to three reps. That's for just power. Next, we're going to go with strength. If we're going with strength, we're going to go from two to six. Sometimes I'll say eight or you know seven or eight, but some people don't like that number. So we just need to make sure, or, or yeah, two to six, you know, in between that four to six, four to eight rep range. Next, we're going to be going with muscle hypertrophy. This is going to be increasing it. I like to say 8 to 12, some will say 6 to 12, but keeping in that rep range. And then if we're going for endurance, we're going to go 12 and above, 12 to 20, 12 to 30, right? That's endurance, like if you're running a race, that's endurance. So you're running, that's a long period of time. And if you hadn't listened to my podcast, I can't remember which one it was, uh, but it was Living the Seasons of Life or something along those lines. And that's where I talked about 
athletes and their program design. Right? We've got to understand that a football player is not trying to hit his one rep max, a personal record in the middle of the football season. They're working on speed and agility and quickness. So you got to understand that there are seasons and there are times to switch up your routines. Same thing with using that power rep range, the strength rep range, the hypertrophy rep range, and the endurance rep range. Right? There are these times to use these. And once again, you also don't want to just be program hopping. People always ask me, how often should I switch up my exercise routine? And to tell you the truth is, if it's working, why would you switch it up? If you haven't plateaued yet and you're still getting results, there's no reason to switch it up. But I understand that exercising can be boring and you need to change it up. So sometimes you're going to change it up just for sanity reasons, right? So you just don't want to go insane. So you're going to switch it up. But in my opinion, if it's working, don't switch. But if you're losing motivation, then of course, switch it up. You need to change. And then how many sets should you perform? Right? That's always a big one. You know, anywhere between three and six is going to be good. Three and six repetitions. So now we're going to go with rest intervals. How often should you rest? If you're in that, that power or that strength rep zone, you know, one to six, somewhere in there, you're going to want to rest two to five minutes. Two to five minutes. And I'm always going to tell you, you can experiment with it and say, hey, you know, what's the minimum amount of rest time that you can take? Because, of course, you've got better things to do than to be in the gym all day. So, of course, it's experiment. Start with five. That next set, start, you know, drop down to four minutes. Drop down to three minutes. It's just understanding what's the minimum amount of rest that you can get to be ready for that next set. So if we're going to be going with hypertrophy, they're going to say 30 to 90 seconds. If you're going for endurance, one to two minutes. Very simple. Rep ranges. And of course, like I said, always trying to figure out the minimum amount of rest that you need. You want to be able to push yourself, right? Isn't that what it's about? Pushing yourself to get better. Next, we're going to have progressions. People always want to know, do, do I need to lift more? What is a safe way to increase the rate, the weight to ensure that you don't get injured, right? I mean, we, we don't want to get injured. We want to always stay healthy so we can keep training. So there's two types of progressions. You just throw the weight on it and lift. If you're going to be doing that, I'm going to suggest that the two and a half or the five pound weight is going to be your best friend. Don't throw a 10 on there. Throw that two and a half or that five pound weight on there. All right. So next is called the double progression. Now, when we discussed your rep ranges, right, it was a range between eight and 12, 12 and up, four to eight these different rep ranges. So what you do is you stay in that rep range until you hit the top of that rep range. Then you add weight, right? So if you're in that hypertrophy, you're going between six and eight reps. We'll go four to eight reps, uh, right? So you're going to put the weight on where you can hit eight reps. You're like, all right, this works. 
then you're going to continue with that weight until you can hit all the way up to 12 reps. Then once you hit 12 reps, you add that two and a half, five or 10 pound plate, and that's automatically going to drop you back down to the lower end of that rep range. You're gonna be all the way back down to eight reps or six reps or whatever you're at. Or if you're in that strength range, all the way down to, to three reps, and then you're gonna continue with that weight until you get to the top of that rep range and then you add weight again. So we're just going to increase repetitions first, then we're going to go to adding weight. Now we're gonna talk about the cycles, right, of increasing this weight or, um, you know, like the weekly, bi-weekly or monthly ways to progress. And there's going to be a linear cycle. There's two of them, linears and undiluting. And what do these consist of? So the linear just means for one to two weeks, you're going to stick with that same weight, right? So you're going to be at 140 pounds. You're going to do it for 12 reps. Then the next week, you're going to lower it. And this is where you're going to be hitting all those different um, rep ranges, right? You're going, to, you're going to do two weeks of endurance, two weeks of hypertrophy, and then two weeks of strength. And then when you come back to that cycle, you're gonna increase the weight by five pounds on each one. So if the first week on 12s you used 140, that next week when you're on the 12 rep range, you're gonna be up to 150. On that second week when you did those eight reps, you, were, you, you had to increase the weight because you were in that hypertrophy. You're in a lower rep range, which means you're going to have more weight. You know, you're not just gonna pick you're not just going to do 140, do 12 reps, the next week do 8 reps, the next week do 4 reps. That's not how it works. You're going to increase when the weight gets when your rep range gets lower because since you're lifting heavier, you're automatically going to be lifting less weight. If that makes sense. So that would be a linear, you know, for one or two weeks you're going to be in the endurance rep range. The next two weeks you're going to be in the strength, uh, the hypertrophy rep range. Then you're going to be in that strength rep range. Then that next week, you know, then the following week you're going to go back to that endurance rep range, but the weight's going to be higher than the first time you were in the endurance rep range. And same thing, when you get to hypertrophy, the weight needs to be five to ten pounds heavier. Then the next time, the weight needs to be five to ten pounds heavier for the strength rep range. I hope that makes sense. Next, you're going to do that undiluting, undulating, however you want to pronounce it. And this is where you're going to be doing those rep ranges within the week. So if you are doing just three full body days, one day you're going to do hypertrophy, or uh, sorry, endurance. Uh, you're going to do endurance on Monday, hypertrophy on Wednesday, strength on Friday. Then that next week, you're going to do it again. Then you're going to add weight after a week or two, after two weeks. You're usually going to want to go two weeks. So you'll do Monday endurance, Tuesday or Wednesday hypertrophy, Friday strength. The next week you'll do the same thing. Then you start over that third week, but you're going to increase the weight by five to ten pounds. Then you're going to go endurance rep range, hypertrophy rep range, strength rep range. Start it all over. So that's the, so one is your only, so the, the linear is you are increasing 
or you are switching rep ranges every two to four weeks. The undulating is you are switching it within that same week. I hope that makes sense to you. I hope that makes sense. So, there are those basics to designing your own program, right? So first you're going to pick your rep range. You're going to you're going to need to understand your rest interval and then how do you want to increase your weight? Do you want to do it within that week and do endurance, hypertrophy and strength or do you want to do it bi-weekly? Every 2 weeks you're going from rep range to rep range. That's how you need to make sure and figure out what you're doing. And once again, like I mentioned, you got to be careful because if you have muscle imbalances, this is always going to create issues in your workout program. We all have different imbalances, but some of us tend to have the same. If you're a person that sits at a computer all the time, you're usually going to have the same muscle imbalances. I had something else, but I forgot about it. Dang it, I hate when that happens. And then, of course, once you, like I said, once you get into sports specific, you need to understand your season of training. There's a time for rest. There's a time when not to rest. You know, there's going to be times when you're in that strength, hypertrophy, and endurance, but then you've got to take time away from it and start adding in plyometrics, speed and agility if you're an athlete. This is why I'm a firm believer that you shouldn't be playing sports year-round. Football players don't do it. Baseball players don't do it. They have off-seasons. You need rest time as well. You need to watch out for overtraining. okay? And for women, overtraining, one of the biggest symptoms is going to be amenorrhea. I hope I said that correctly. And amenorrhea is when you are losing your menstrual cycle. If you lose your menstrual cycle as a female, you are doing damage to your body. That is a a natural function of your body. And if you lose your menstrual cycle, you are overtraining. You need to relax and take some time off. For men, it it can also be a, a, a natural function of the body. It could be you are no longer having erections in the morning. This could be a sign of overtraining. And then, of course, lack of sleep. You're grumpy. You're sore longer than you normally would be. You're losing strength in the gym. These are all signs of overtraining in males and females. If you're having those symptoms, you're definitely overtraining and you need to take some time off. Next is going to be how many times a week should you be exercising? And once again, this is always going to be determined on your lifestyle. How many days a week can you make it to the gym? If you can make it six days a week, then you can have a program designed for you for six days a week. If you can only make it three days a week, then of course you need to change things up. You're going to have a different program. If you can only make it twice a week, you're going to have a different program. But we've got to understand that there are things that you can do at home then. If you're only making it to the gym three times a week, on those other days you can do you can be doing abs at home. You can be doing cardio and running at home. You can be stretching at home. Maybe you have a set of dumbbells. You can do body weight exercises at home. 
For me, I'm always going to say you want to try to be active every single day of the week. But I understand that things happen. You know, to me, it's even the equivalent of you have somewhat older children. You are playing basketball with them. Whatever sport they play, you are playing that sport with them. You are helping them. When I was younger, my mother used to play basketball with us. She was a basketball player in high school. She would come outside and we'd have little one-on-one tournaments with my mother. And I hate to say it, we were only in 6th, 7th grade, but she would come down and she would usually beat us. She was old school, so it was drive the hoop, drive the hoop. For us, you know, fancy, we want the jump shot. We want the jump shot. So it's always finding a way, even if it's just going for a walk. Walking up and down the stairs in your house. You need to figure out something that is going to be keeping you active all the time. And the reason why I say this, this is definitely important for those of you who are just starting out. You've got to understand your lifestyle is already chaotic. You don't really have any structure. It's better for you to be at the gym than out drinking with your friends, at home eating food, or doing whatever negative habits that you've created that has that has uh, you know created this issue of your health being in danger and you being overweight so with that being said I'm always going I don't care if it's you're walking on the treadmill at the gym it's going to keep you away from home and right now you have too chaotic of a lifestyle okay and then, of course, you know, if you don't have a gym, it's just do something. Like I said, get out of the house and just do whatever. If you just have a set of dumbbells, you're ready to go. You can create a great program just off of a set of dumbbells. If you've ever seen or purchased the P90X, I did it one, one year, all you need is a set of dumbbells. All right, so there it is, designing your own program. And hopefully this is going to help you, you know. Uh, oh, one more thing. I'm always going to say you need to be doing some form of cardio at all times. At all times. It might not be running three, four miles, but you need to be performing cardio of some sort, even if it's just walking. Lifting and cardio. We need that, that balance of both. You need balance of both. And of course, you know, I'm a firm believer too, kind of, that... You know, you can just do supersets and circuits and things like that and and build up a great cardio workout and have a, you know, and create strength in your cardiovascular system. But I'm, I'm still, well, as I'm becoming a little more knowledgeable in the, in the subjects and the topic of fitness, I still think we need that steady state cardio. I'm starting to believe that. Even if it's just one mile, you still need steady state cardio, in my opinion. You know, I just did uh, the Spartan Race Burpee Challenge. It was great. It was only five minutes, and I was huffing and puffing like crazy, but I still think we need that steady state cardio. I'm still a firm believer. So there you go. Make sure you have all five basic movements in there of the body. Pick your rep ranges, progression, how do you want to design that program? Are you going to be increasing during the week or every two to three weeks? We want to rest. And once again, you always want to make sure you're stretching. If you, have been, if you haven't been exercising in a while or even if you are, you've got muscle imbalances, we need to stretch, we need to foam roll, 
I used to say massage, but I've been, you know, I signed up for one of these contracts for massaging, and to tell you the truth, I'm starting to kind of lean away from it. I understand people just want to lay there and get rubbed on because it's a lot easier than stretching yourself and foam rolling, Um, but it's a great way, in my opinion, to just save some money and use that money for something better than laying on a table while someone rubs you. You know, you can buy a $40 foam roller and in my opinion get a a better massage to tell you the truth Um, at least a harder because I know when I've had some massages by some very intelligent and highly praised therapists but they don't get as deep you know they don't get as deep and I know sometimes you you know maybe maybe once every six months you can go in and get a massage for those tough to reach places but in my opinion if you got a hurricane if you've got a softball if you've got a baseball if you've got any of those things you're good to go I wouldn't worry about it I seriously wouldn't worry about it so there you go I hope that helps I hope you're designing your own program once again try not to program hop but I understand that boredom sets in but once again, if you're, if you're seeing results, don't change your thing. Keep going. All right? So once again, I appreciate you for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on social media, Google+, Facebook, Twitter, True Results 303 TRU, Results 303 YouTube, Free Workouts, Motivationals, Cooking Demonstrations, Spirituality, All of the Above. Subscribe to that channel. And once again, please just share this information with someone that you know. Let them know that this channel or this podcast is out there. Let's grow the community. Let's make this I a we because that's what it's all about. So stay tuned for the next episode.